This is Managing Mayhem. Presented by Two Lawyers and a Layman. Because good intentions are not a legal defense. Hello, and welcome to Managing Mayhem Halloween Edition. Happy Halloween. <laughs> bum, bum. Happy Halloween, Woo! everyone. The best day Jax. of the year has come. Favorite day of the year. <laughs> okay, so today we're doing something a little different, which changes spooky, so I think it's really good that we do that. We're reading off some workplace horror stories from listeners. You can't blame us for content, okay? This is all sent. Right. And we, this is your lives. <laughs> and we we did have to make some slight modifications to a couple just so that they were appropriate for the air and for the rest of our listeners. Um, Nasty. Right. Yeah. There's, some, there's some weird stuff. I don't know what happens at your offices. <laughs> yeah, I realized that their HR nightmares are things that are really inappropriate just activities. <laughs> well, it makes sense that that's a nightmare. Yeah. Exactly. I don't know why I expected it would be more tame, but yeah. So those of you who are sensitive to language or graphic description, we've tried to tone it down, but you might want to tune out if that's not comfortable. For you. I think just tune in with a grain of salt. <laughs> I think before... Before we get into the listener stories, I think, Patty, you, you, you've you got to have a horror story. No. Yeah, give us one, one to kick it off. Yeah. <laughs> okay, right. wait. Now, you know, my kids call me like the I Love Lucy show because I'm always doing embarrassing things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So one of my lawyer nightmare stories is I was trying one of my first cases. I was uh, tw- the ripe old age of 24. and Actually over the hill <laughs> the at that point. Ju- Right. (laughs) Juror number seven passed a note to the other jurors who passed it to the bailiff and passed it to me in the middle of the trial. And before I could give it to the defense attorney, because it said Mr. So-and-so on it, he stood up and objected that Miss Ball had engaged in prosecutorial misconduct and that he wanted the case dismissed. And I was so new. I was like... Did I? <laughs> is I? Am I doing that? <laughs> is I doing that? Is I, I probably? God. I probably was so scared. I was thinking, is I? <laughs> so the, he said, the judge says, well, what's going on? He goes, she has a note from the juror. It's, you know, unethical to communicate. I demand that it be read by the bailiff in open court. Okay. And so he didn't let me say it had his name on it. So I passed it to the bailiff. He stood up and he said, he opened the note and said, Juror number seven wanted to tell you that your fly is open. (laughs) That's a really nice. That's a really nice juror. I didn't engage in prosecutorial misconduct. And the guy was so embarrassed that he sat down and then tried to zip up his pants. The defense attorney just didn't go well. So much harder to zip it when you're sitting. It's got all the. It's all bent. Um, The jury was out for about three minutes, and I had sweet victory, and I feel kind of badly for the defendant because I think they convicted the defense attorney. So, Well, I think that it probably helped your case. (laughs) Yeah, it did. Okay, so let's start it. Let's go. We're reading these verbatim, right? Yeah, and just these are not our words. These are from the listeners, and we'll be here to discuss. Here's the first one. I had my attorney, Patty, prepare Uh a termination letter and severance (laughs) agreement. She sent it to me for final review, and I accidentally sent it back directly to the employee we planned on firing the next week rather than to my attorney. Oh, I 
remember this one. <laughs> they did not handle it well either. Remember yeah. That, <laughs> that is it's a draft of your termination. <laughs> it's just like sending the text to the wrong person. Right. With big repercussions. The other thing on this one I recall is that it was that person's birthday. Perfect. Oh. <laughs> Happy birthday, Mr. President. We, we are also, as we go through these, we're not telling the names. No. They all came in anonymous, even though Patty knows this one because she was the attorney. But right. um, yeah, I love that it was. It's anonymous, and then first thing out is a name. Yeah, Patty. <laughs> Pat, yeah. Your name, Patty. <laughs> My me. Wait. No. Okay. okay. So this one, this person says we had an unknown employee who was named the mysterious poop bandit. The poop oh bandit. Poop bandit. <laughs> oh no! Oh Fasten your seatbelt. Bad start. Yeah. <laughs> Employees would come to me at least once a week, upset because feces was smeared on the women's mm. bathroom wall. Mm. No. Mother of God. <laughs> this went on for a few months. I've sent out several emails. A camera was installed in the hallway. Also, in the hallways in quotes. So I don't know if it means it's not in the hallway. <laughs> Where was it then? Okay, so camera was uh, installed in the hallway. So when an employee reported it to me, I interviewed who came and left the bathroom. Oh, I even wow. spoke with all the women in the office and explained this this needs to stop and to come to me if they need support. That's nice. <laughs> office rumors kept spreading on which employee was doing it. I've never found out who it was, but a specific employee quit and the poop bandit disappeared. Ooh. It was a full moon that same day as well. A very Christmas Eve. I love it. If you need support, I think you definitely need help and support if you're spreading Honestly, that you on need a wall. Really of nice of them to say if you need support. Like, but like what? What are they? They're like writing helter skelter on the walls. Oh. I mean, it's in Latin. <laughs> oh God! That is an HR nightmare to have that to deal is with like that. Is so horrible, gross. I think uh, that's a janitorial nightmare. Janitorial nightmare, HR nightmare, emotionally scarring. Hey, uh, what, what? How was work today? Oh, I just interviewed fifteen women about <laughs> whether, whether they, they smeared smear. poop on the wall. <laughs> and I'm not a kindergarten teacher. I'm, I'm HR. I wrote a fecal haiku. <laughs> Okay, that oh. one that one checks all the boxes. <laughs> I'm sorry for whoever had to deal with that. I'm glad yep. that the poop bandit disappeared into the mist, and I'm glad you don't have to deal with them anymore. We hope that they have found employment somewhere else. <laughs> they they lifted their cape and like Dracula turned into a big pile of fecal matter. Move on, move on. All right. Okay, jeez. Okay, I'm not doing this one. Why did you yeah. guys give me this next one? I'm because not doing it. Because Jeff this was responsible for giving out the list, and I already had bad ones. Okay, this I don't. Okay, everyone plug their ears. Uh, everyone knows how I am. Pretty. Listen, everyone's adults who's listening, so like to a degree okay. they can deal. Yeah. Okay. I worked, and this is not me, I'm reading it from the anonymous listener. I worked in a food manufacturing plant on the night shift. I had a middle-aged female plug. What does it matter what their age is? Anyway. I don't know. Bring in an unpackaged bullet vibrator. I don't know what that is. A it's a lot of information about the size of the vibrator and style that I don't know also that we need, but let's see. Okay. So onto the manufacturing floor and gave it to another younger female employee who was known to be a prude. The receiver brought the item to the shift manager who, I love it, the receiver. So the recipient brought the item to the shift manager who brought it to HR. It was against the safety policy to have personal objects or mobile devices on the plant floor. Okay. When confronted, the giver of the object claimed it was a back massager and she was only trying to help the employee with her back problems. Okay. 
do they have back problems and also a bull if there's they were specific about that it was a bullet vibrator trademark <laughs> um and uh that seems like it's small so why would you think it was a back massager i don't know i just want i just just so you can put it in your pocket and yeah maybe yeah maybe you just put it on the palm of your hand and roll it around on the back yeah something I, like I that i don't know the community in which the plant operated was small so people knew her standard behavior they knew of all people she understood the device was a vibrator of all people she knows vibrators <laughs> <laughs> you know what this is because you know what i also do <laughs> In the meeting with the union steward, oh, the union got involved. He said it Thank couldn't God. be proven that the device was used, and if it had any bodily contact, it would contaminate their product. So they had to investigate whether it had come I, in contact. You know, like, <laughs> I, I feel for the union steward who is going to bat saying, you know what, did you run forensics on this? Do you know if it's had bodily contact? Where's the oh, DNA? Where's oh, the DNA yeah. that could show that it potentially contaminated the, the food manufacturing yeah. plant? I love this. Our concern was really about how she treated the other employee, as well as safety, bringing that product in. Because a cell phone had previously been dropped in the line and shattered, and it cost the company $500,000 between cleanup and lost product. Oh. Okay. So if you have product like food, I guess you don't want things. A loose vibrator around. <laughs> no. <laughs> back massager. Back yeah, massager. <laughs> Unmarked, unpackaged back massager just dropped in the soup. What do they serve? What is it? It's a food plant? <laughs> yeah. Food. food manufacturing. Okay. So she admitted during the meeting that she knew it was a vibrator, but it was too late. We terminated her. That's right. Da, 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 da. Oh, Everyone here knows you know what a vibrator is. Oh my <laughs> Everyone gosh. Everyone in the community knows. <laughs> and also, she's a known prude. <laughs> right. <laughs> Excuse me? I mean, like, what? Listen. <laughs> I just, I know why you had me read that, Jeff, because I did give you a hard time that maybe your reading out loud is not. Yeah, before you know. we started this, she goes, uh, Jeff kind of struggles with the impromptu read out loud, so maybe we give the longer ones to Jack and me. So you gave me, <laughs> so you gave me the back massager. His strong suit's really popcorn reading about a sentence or two and then <laughs> popcorn patty. But I will say that one was a nightmare for yeah. HR. You know, because they had to handle the exhibit, the evidence. They mm -hmm. had to put it in a baggie, take it to the union. Deal with the it. fact that someone's giving someone an a, inappropriate object. Yeah. Yeah. A charged object. Yeah, exactly. Electrically. It's a massager. Okay. But I want to go to mine. This is my favorite one. I like this one. Okay, okay, great. So back in the day when we used paper, I was driving back from the accounting firm with all of our employees' W-2s. Okay. I was super tired, so I stopped by a Starbucks, but it did not have a drive-thru. Ugh, that's always a nightmare. Bum, bum, bum. You, don't, you don't go there. <laughs> um, I was worried about leaving W-2s in the car, given all the private information, social security numbers, income, et cetera. So I brought them in with me. Okay. When I got back to my car, I set my iced tea and W-2 folder on the top of my car to unlock oh, it. So uh. I pulled out into the intersection and then her people honking their horns i noticed a flurry of paper all the w-2s were scattered throughout the intersection no there i was running around trying to pick them all up and i lost my tea as well worst day in hr ever oh <laughs> my god <laughs> That is so bad. That, it's so real. Horrible. Irreparably bad. Everyone's private information in print scattered to the wind. I mean, it'd be better if it was just money. Like, okay, take it. That's like, right. horrible. Right. But this You're is like, everyone's oh. identity theft. What do you even do? 
Oh, what do you yeah. even do? Like, that is, uh. you lay in traffic. <laughs> You're okay. Accidents happen. We're here for you. Uh, okay, that's really bad. I hope that you found peace with yourself <laughs> on that and some forgiveness because that's haunting. You know what I'd be doing for probably weeks, driving by that intersection to see if I could see a rando in a tree or a bush right. in a gutter. Seriously, oh, you know? have you seen Paul's W2? <laughs> With posters, have you seen this W2? That sounds like something I would do. I love it. A photo of it. <laughs> yeah, missing the entire county's W2s. <laughs> okay, Jack, what do we have? Okay. A few years ago, I started a position as a branch manager at a bank. A few months in, when winter rolled around and the heat was turned on, the most offensive foul odor was emanating throughout the building. Ooh, this sounds like the night before Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) Tuck yourselves in. I mean, it was stuck in our nose. It was so bad, all caps. The employees told me that every year it happened in the wintertime and no one had been able to do anything about it. To appreciate this, you have to imagine the smell. Oh, God. The smell of an old sewer, cooked broccoli, and some dirty diaper thrown in. Wait, is that like a candle, a Yankee candle? Dirty diaper spice. <laughs> also a spice girl. Or one of those, uh, one of those jelly bellies. <laughs> yeah, it's a birdie box. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so uh, some customers were taken aback by the smell when they walked in, and one day it had gotten so bad, everyone felt nauseated. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Over several weeks, I had a plumber out who suggested it might be the HVAC ducts, so I had the ducts cleaned. Didn't improve in the slightest. Someone suggested that it was a P-trap. Oh, P-trap? <laughs> I don't want to know what that yeah, is. We yeah. <laughs> everything related to P-traps and poured all kinds of stuff down. You can pour things so down a P-trap. P-trap <laughs> <is> something. <laughs> I'm learning what a P-trap is. I poured all Slowly. kinds of stuff down it. No improvement. Thought it might be a dead animal. Oh, God. Oh. Nope. Okay. Great. This is a real throw ride. <laughs> getting, <laughs> getting rid of this smell had become my <laughs> become my obsession. I don't blame her. I don't blame you. And now it's mine. <laughs> I called everyone I knew and every expert I could think of. Ghostbusters. <laughs> uh, by some stroke of luck, everyone I knew and every expert I could think of. Finally, Wait. by some stroke. Sorry. <laughs> oh my God, we're trapped in this story. <laughs> it's a loop. All right, finally, by some stroke of luck, I called another plumbing company that came out right away and told us the sewer vent pipes that should be vented out into the atmosphere were venting back into the building. Oh, Oh, my my God. The calls are coming from inside the house. (laughs) They fixed it that afternoon, and we never dealt with it again. But breathing in sewer gas for several weeks... Still haunts my dreams. Dot, dot, dot. Oh, it's haunting me. And my brain cells. <laughs> I feel badly for the person who's worked there like 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> and has never had the solution. That's that's bad. Um, I, I don't even know what to say. Also it's to so breathe, foul. the fact that it's just breathing in. I almost just feel- sewer gas. <laughs> I feel like there, there are some like- I have no words. That's again, health, health hazard. Right. <laughs> People who had been there since the beginning, just just evolutionary mutations had started to form. Everyone's <laughs> okay. nose hair was just a lot thicker. Oh, man. <laughs> I think we need to move on to a Halloween theme. Now it's time for the real scares. Although- I feel like those were actually the scariest. Those were scary. 
Anything with like smell Boop. or fecal matter God. being just smeared on the wall. And a vibrator. <laughs> a loose vibrator in the stew. What's a, mas what's a, what's a massage? <laughs> I don't like where people work. And W-2s being blown throughout the wind like a ghost. Someone wake me up. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, okay. God. All right. Okay, so this one says, We had an applicant who came dressed up as Snooky from Jersey Shore for an interview on Halloween Day. Bold. That's bold. bold. That's bold. <laughs> Showing up in your Halloween costume for a job interview. I won't even know who you are. <laughs> and it's Snooky. <laughs> That's confident. <laughs> it's confusing. Like it's also like dressing up like a re reality TV star too. It's not like a like a. Yeah, we thought Snooky was applying. Yeah, right. I'm Snooky Smith, and I picked up a W two on the intersection of Cole and Maine. Right. And this is my <laughs> social security. I'm still yeah. stuck on the W two. It's it is haunting. <laughs> Okay, what, okay right. so she dressed up as Snooky from Jersey Shore for an interview on Halloween Day. What's worse is she and some staff members who were involved in the interview got into a conversation about breasts, fake and real, what? and ended okay. up feeling each other oh my God. to prove their breasts were real. <laughs> no. Needless to say, oh. we didn't hire that applicant, and there were some staff members and their managers who were disciplined after the event. You can't make this stuff up. <laughs> that's the truth that's, wow yeah, that's insane you, call, uh, you leave all, everyone at an interview and everyone's just touching each other's chest <laughs> saying oh what? it feels really real it is oh, <laughs> okay okay no 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 this bad, is bad bad the bad the bad <laughs> what are you guys doing <laughs> i know people want to keep abreast of the candidate's qualifications but it's, <laughs> <That's good. laughs> it's consensual rubbing and it's bad don't do yeah. it so I don't care if it's quote unquote research. I mean, bottom line is don't do interviews on Halloween. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't touch anyone during an interview, also or anytime. <laughs> oh oh man, I, you guys, how are well, we feeling now? Are we okay? I'm okay. I'm haunted. I'm I'm haunted as well. <laughs> I'm scarred. I feel like I can smell. Stop the sewage. Broccoli <laughs> sewer and a diaper. Well, you do smell diapers because that's your child. That's your life. I do smell diapers. <laughs> well, you guys, I hope you have an amazing Halloween. What are you doing tonight? Hopefully, you know? it's less scary than this. Uh, <laughs> Because I don't think I'm going to do anything. I'm going to lock the doors, lock the windows, and turn my phone on. Do not disturb. <laughs> we are going to spend it with our new grandson, and we don't know what he's going to be yet. It's going to be a surprise. So in a couple hours, it's going to be the big reveal. Yeah, okay. big reveal. Matthew's first Halloween. Uh, we'll post a picture <sighs> on the Instagram account. Please. Jeff is that dad that goes around trick-or-treating for their four- or five-month-old. Yeah. Some lady did that last year, and I, you know, I... You said, I see, I respect you. <laughs> well, you guys have a great Halloween. You too, have fun. I wish I was there. Yeah, and thank you guys for sharing these stories. Yes. I know it, it takes a lot to, to share them. It, it makes you relive the nightmare. I'm sure it was triggering to hear it all again, but we all mm -hmm. learned it's a little something from you, and we now know how horrible life can get. Have a great week and um, keep it spooky. Keep it spooky. Keep it spooky. Hope your week is mayhem free except for Halloween. Ooh, tonight. <laughs> bye bye. bye.
Managing Mayhem is presented by Management Northwest and Management Southwest and cannot be copied or rebroadcast without prior written consent. By listening to this podcast, you understand that we, or at least two of us, are lawyers, but we are not your lawyers. Therefore, nothing we say on the podcast should be taken as legal advice or considered to create an attorney-client relationship. It is solely meant for your educational and informational purposes. The podcast should not be used as a substitute for legal advice from an attorney licensed in your state. Please be aware that listening to lawyers can cause side effects such as migraine, self-doubt, and also maybe cure insomnia. But you know what? Trust your judgment where you're not your mom.